Divine participation will give you an opportunity to participate with God, with your time, with your wisdom, with your talent, with your gift. God wants us to participate in the kingdom economy and the kingdom endeavor. Stay tuned. I have much in store for you. Welcome to Life by Design with Pastor Alistair Smiley. Touching hearts, reaching communities, and changing lives. So get ready to be changed and transformed with one simple message. Jesus Christ saves, heals, and delivers. Be ready to start living your life by design because God has a plan for your life. Welcome to the show. I want you to know that God has a plan for your life. I am very excited about um, today's show. We're going to talk about divine participation. Yes, you heard right, divine participation. Ever since the beginning of time and creation, God has allowed his creation to participate with him in the plan that he has for us. He is a good God. Let's begin from the scripture, from where it started in the word of God. It is said in the book of Genesis chapter 1, then God says, verse 26, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the year and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God's plan is to allow his creation to participate in what he plans to do. In God's creative order on the sixth day, God said, let us, as he communicate with his angels, let us make man in our own image. That's divine participation. I want you to understand that God is almighty, is sovereign, is all great and all powerful all by himself. Yet he chose us to participate with him in the plan that he has for us. You notice in the text, it says, he wants to create us in his likeness and in his own image and have dominion. God is giving mankind dominion over his creative order. That means participation. We must participate in that. I want you to look with me. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 and 20, in Genesis chapter 2, it stated that when God created Adam, he says to Adam, I want you to name 
all the cattle and all the trees and whatsoever name Adam gave to all the plants, to all the birds, to all the trees, to whatever exists. The scripture said in Genesis chapter 2, 19 and 20, it was so. God could have named everything himself, but yet he chose to give Adam an opportunity to participate with him in his creative order. God wants you to participate in the plan that he has for his kingdom and for this world. You can be a participant in God's plan, not a spectator, but a participant. God wants you to get involved. God wants me to get involved in what he's doing here in the earth, here and now, because God is a good God. Listen to what the scripture says. The scripture said in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 19, Whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. I want you to notice. Whatsoever you, you bind on earth, whatsoever you make legal on earth by your own authority in Christ, God says he will make it legal. Whatever you produce as a binding contract here on earth, God will put his signature to it. That is divine participation. God wants us to get involved with him. Now, in order to accomplish anything, it's need um, participation or cooperation. Now, one plus one in God economy equal more than two. It's called synergy. It's called the power of unity. One plus God is always the majority. And that's make things possible to be done here on earth. And that is called the kingdom principle or kingdom mentality. God wants us to work with him. So God is saying whatever we bind on earth, he will bound it in heaven. In Mark chapter 16 and verse 20, after the ascension of Jesus Christ, the scripture said that the disciples went out and they preached the word of God. And the scripture said, they preached the word of God and God confirmed his word with signs following. What did they do? They went out, they preached the word, and then God confirm the word with signs. God allowed them to participate in his mission and then he confirmed it by allowing the world and they themselves to know that he was in partnership with them. God want to partner with you and how you raise your kids. God want to partner with you and how you do business. God want to partner with you and how you raise your children. God want to partner with you and how you go about your mission. God want to partner with you and how you do church. God want to partner with you and how you do life here in the earth. God want to be your partner, but it's called divine participation, 
participating with God. The scripture said in Matthew 18 and verse 20, it said where two or three are gathered, he is in the midst. God want to be in the midst of your life. God want to be in the midst of your circumstances. God want to be in the midst of your crisis, your concern, whatever your needs are. God want to participate and be there present. The scripture said he is a very present help in the time of trouble. When he shows up, he's not showing up to be a spectator, but God is showing up to get involved and to produce result and victory for your life so that the world can know that you have been called by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, participation is very important. Very important. God want to model for us divine participation. The scripture said in St. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God is the model of love. For God so loved, that means he gave it everything he has. And now he asks us to participate in being an example of love, being a model of love to the world, so that when the world look upon us who are followers of Jesus Christ, they will know that we are the disciple of Jesus Christ because we love one another and we also love the world. Hear what the scripture says. The scripture said in 1 John 4 and verse 11, God first loves us, therefore we are to love one another. God is the epitome of love. Sending Jesus Christ is the epitome of love. And we need to follow that example by participating in love. Walking the love walk. Talking the, the, the love talk. Not only does God want us to participate in love, God wants us to participate in forgiveness. God forgive us of our sins. Therefore, we should be willing to forgive others. That's divine participation. The scripture says, if we do not forgive others, neither will our heavenly Father forgive our sin. When we participate in God's plan by showing forgiveness, not only to our friends, but to our enemies, to those who, who despise us, then we will reap the benefit of knowing and understanding that God is for us. That is divine participation. Divine participation. Now, not only should we participate, but I want to give you an opportunity to participate by experience the power of joy. I want you to watch these messages and we will be right back. Coming soon, Discovering the Power of Joy by Pastor Alistair Smiley. The morning rays of the sun are breaking beyond the cloud of your darkness. Wake up now and get ready for your joy in the morning. Pastor Smiley does more than appeal to feelings. 
It is a book that clarifies the meaning of joy. Clarence Duff, PhD. Order your copy today at pastoracsmiley at gmail.com. God always invite us in. In the book of 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 4, it says we participate in his divine nature. We share in God's divine nature. He given us exceedingly great and precious promise so that we can participate in his divine nature so that we may escape corruption through lust. God wants us to escape corruption. God wants us to escape lust and evil desire so he allows us to participate in his divine nature. That's divine participation. We can't do it in our own strength, but with the strength of God, we can do it. I got news for you. The scripture said in 1 John 4, 4, you are of God, little children, and overcome them that is the evil one, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God is inside of you, giving you the strength to overcome, because you are a participant. You are his son, and you are his daughter. And hear me, you may think that you are alone, but you're not alone. God is there with you. The scripture said, I will never leave you, neither will I forsake you. That's divine participation. God is there with you, walking with you. And yet though you walk to the valley of the shadow of death, you must not fear any evil because God is with you. His rod and his staff will comfort you. Those are comforting words. I want to comfort you as you participate with God's plan. Hear what it says in the scripture. We are God's fellow workers in God's field. According to 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 9, we are co-laborers with God. We must participate in the plan of God. In other words, if your neighbor needs love, you need to show them love. If somebody needs compassion, you need to show them compassion. Now, someone will reason and say to us, why is there a good God? Or if there is a good God, why there are so many evil in the world? Now, you are an instrument of God here on earth to remove the pain in somebody's heart. You see, when the devil wants to destroy you, he brings someone's someone in your life when god want to bless you he brings someone in your life because we are an instrument of god and god want us to participate in what he is doing in order for us to receive his blessing and order for us to bless others there was a time in the old testament scripture in the book of kings when elijah and it was a time of famine when God told Elijah to go to a woman called in Zarephath. And this woman only had one meal remaining. Everything was just going bad for her. The famine was there. She didn't have a husband. 
And she made the, this decision that she was going to cook the last meal and then she was going to die because she didn't know when the, the famine was going to be ended. Then there appeared to her the prophet of God called Elijah. And Elijah said to the lady, Thus saith the Lord, Make me a cake first, and then you and your son will also heat, and God will allow the meal that you have given to me and you have ate from will last throughout this famine. Now, I used to read that scripture when I look at that. I used to say, why did the prophet want this woman to give to him first? The more I understand the scripture, I understand how God works. God wants us to participate. It's called divine participation. The miracle that God wants to perform in your life, God wants you to participate. It's not the quantity but it is the quality of your decision and your faith to trust God. Because when this lady participate by giving to the man of God first, guess what? It increased. Right now where you are, God is asking you to participate. Maybe to help to clean up your neighbor. Maybe it's help to, 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 to help someone who is in prison. Somebody is in need. Your act of kindness, your act of diligence, your act of love, your act of mercy, you are being instructed to be God's instrument as you participate in what he's doing here on earth. And as you participate, you will see how God will allow your life to transform by you transforming somebody else's life. God wants you to participate. Now, as we understand the scripture, we see many principles of divine participation that is so profound in the word of God. It is says that in the book of Exodus chapter 3 and 21, God wanted to execute what I call the principle of, the principle of divine justice. And he instructed the Israelites that there were three festivals that when they came into the temple, they should not come empty handed but they should bring a gift. God want them to participate because of his divine mercies, his divine compassion, his divine providence. What God is asking you to do when you see so much pain, so much chaos around you, is to rise up on the inside, rise up with the strength you have, Rise up with the courage you have and participate in help to find a solution to help. And that's what God was asking the Israelite to do. Never appear before me empty-handed. I want you to participate in what I am doing here in the earth. Again, God talks about the, the, in, the, in the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 34 and verse 20. And it says, to this point, it says, Bring an offering every time you come into worship. And that is saying every time they come to worship, they should express an attitude of gratitude by participating and showing God how much they are grateful. This is very, very powerful because God don't want us to be left out. 
God wants us to work hand in hand with what he's doing in the earth because God wants us to reap the blessing of divine participation. Here it says, in Exodus 35 and verse 21, when God instruct Moses to build a temple, God wanted the Israelite to participate. And hear what God says. It says in verse 21, those heart who were stirred to give, they should give willingly. God is saying to the people, I'm going to build a tabernacle and I want you to participate with your time, with your talents, with your gift, with your gold, with your silver. That is always be the same throughout history where God economy and God plan is concerned. Here, let me ask you right now, even where you live, where you're watching, and your economy, there are folks who are participating to make the economy run better, to work, to produce jobs, to lend an helping hand. Right now, their folks are volunteering their time. They are participating to make a difference in somebody else. There are nurses and doctors and lawyers who are participating, giving their time to make somebody's health life better. That's divine participation. Just as we participate in the economy of our government, our country, God wants us to participate in the economy of the kingdom of God. And this was what God was saying to the children of Israel when they were building the temple, I want you to participate. Right now you're watching, I want you to participate by experience the power of joy. I want you to watch and we will be right back. Hear me, your participation is important to God. In 2 Kings chapter 4, 1 to 7, there was a woman, she was the son of the prophet, her husband died, she have her children, and somehow she holds a lot of death. And they were coming to bring her into slavery because she could not pay off her money. And the prophet gave her some instruction, divine participation. I want you to participate in what God is about to do in your life. Will you? The prophet instructor, I want you to go to all your neighbors and all your friends. I want you to borrow some vessel. And I want the little bit of oil you have in your home. I want you to pour it into those vessels. And I want you to keep on pouring and pouring and pouring. Now, I want you to see how great God is. God could have just used a prophet to speak a word and whatever resources that lady had it would multiply because he's a God. There is nothing difficult or impossible with what he wants to do. But God wants us to participate. 
God wants us to come up to a level of divine participation when we are working with him to accomplish what he wants to display in the earth. God want to co-labor with you. God want you to get your business on track. God want you to get your family back together. You may not be able to do it in your own strength, but with God participation, wisdom will be released in your heart. I want to tell you a quick story. There was a time in exile where Daniel, in the book of Daniel, he was in exile. And the king of Babylon had a dream, and he could not remember the dream, and his wise men were unable to interpret the dreams. So he asked for the wise men to come. The wise men could not interpret the dream. But Daniel says, I need some time. I'm going to ask my brothers. We're going to pray, and we're going to ask God to reveal to us what is the king's dream, and what's the interpretation is God want us to participate. But when they begin to rely on God, the plan that God have given to the king through dreams that would unfold over time, Daniel was able to supernaturally participate with God. And the wisdom and the knowledge that was unveiled to Daniel, it wasn't because he was wiser than anyone else, as he declared in sharing how he got the interpretation for the dream. His idea was he was able to participate with God. You may be at a dead-end street and you think you don't have the wisdom to move beyond where you are today. I am telling you, your participation with God will elevate you, will give you the extra energy, the extra push. Just like when David encountered Goliath, you may be coming up against Goliath. But Goliath was a big giant. He defeated many of his four. But when he encountered David, David knew that he couldn't defeat Goliath without participation with God. And with God's participation, he was able to defeat Goliath. I am telling you right now, you will be able to struck down your enemy because you are participating with God. Hear me, I want to introduce you to how you can participate in many ways. Here is one way you can participate. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 14 to 30, the scripture says that there were three nations. They came up against Josephat. Josephat was worried. How will he be able to defeat these three nations? He turned to God. In fasting and in prayer, it bring the entire city before God in, in fasting and prayer. Then the prophet spoke up and said, you don't need to fight in this battle. I will fight for you. Guess what he did? He was instructed by God to participate in worship. And as he began to sing praises and sing about the mercies of God, endure forever. These three nations that come up against Jehoshaphat, they start to fight each other, and they start to kill each other. Hear me, you can participate from your heart 
with the conviction that you have to praise God, to worship God. You can participate by reading the word of God. You can participate by acting upon the word of God. You can also participate by giving financially. You can participate by serving, by giving of your time, by giving of your talents and your resources. Because guess what? When you participate with God, whatever you put in, it increases more and more. As I close today, I want you to understand this very important principle. Let God be your partner. Let God be your guide to whatever you face with so you can understand that you're not alone because God plus one is always the majority. And I want to pray a prayer of faith over your life. As you participate, the first step that you need to do is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Let him in your heart. And as you let him in your heart, he will come and back you up. As he said in St. John 14, verse 3, let not your heart be troubled. Because, guess what? I go to prepare a place. And I'm going to come back and receive you unto myself because I want you to participate in heaven. Hear me. Make this your choice and participate with God. God bless you. Remember that God has a plan for you, for your life. Thank you for watching. Trust God and he will help you all the way. In Jesus' name. This has been a presentation of Life by Design with Pastor Alistair Smiley, where God is turning impossibilities into reality. Please drop us a line. Send us your prayer request at the address shown on the screen. Thank you for watching.